If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best that you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. The talent for so many players today, the talent in the spotlight, it's taking them to heights that their character's not strong enough to support. I'm one of those set goals achievements. I talked about faith, passion, obviously the drive with the guys that I've been around and the guys that surround me every single day. If I want to be one of the best, I've got to play with and against the best. Okay, so that which gets praised gets repeated. You're listening to The Hardwood Hustle, brought to you by PGC Basketball. Players, thank you for tuning in. You're listening to The Hardwood Hustle. I'm your host, Adam Bradley, alongside TJ Rosine. Today, we're continuing in our series, Pitfalls to Avoid and How to Get Past Them. Uh, we had a chance to interview and poll a handful of coaches and ask them, what are the frustrations that your players do that really just get under your skin? And they shared a whole variety of different things, and we're kind of sharing those for players with the hopes that, that you become more aware and sensitive and give you some tips to get past them. Because at the end of the day, as a player, you want to have a good, healthy working relationship with your your coaches, and if there are things that you're doing that are uh, creating barriers or challenges or frustrations, you need to be aware of it, okay? That's the bottom line. So today we're going to be talking about going through reps, not at game speed. This was brought up by a handful of different coaches, TJ. Going through reps, not at game speed. So you're in practice, and a coach lays out an exercise or a drill, and players are going through it, but they're, they're going through it clearly and visibly at 75%. Mm-hmm. Right and, and coaches are sitting back recognizing that, okay, we, we are not growing at 75%. You're never going to do that drill at 75% in the game. Why are you doing it now? And, and then coaches begin, players, just so you know, they begin to start thinking deeper. Coaches naturally are analytical, right? They're analyzing, analyzing game film, analyzing uh, matchups and opponents. So they're naturally analytical. So they start analyzing, and not only are they frustrated that – we're not going to get better at 75% through this, this drill and repping it this way. But what else is going on here? Is this player lazy? Do they not care? You know, or like, like is, is there something wrong? You know, like all of a sudden they start kind of unpacking it. And even though you don't think anything of it, you're just going through the drill at, at whatever speed you feel like going. All of a sudden it creates this snowball in a coach's head. And now they start thinking about a lot of different things. And they start questioning a lot of different things. This is something we should talk about. Yeah. Uh, you know, I got – Two thoughts for you. First of all, Urban Meyer, the Ohio State football coach, I read his book, Above the Line. It was really good. And um, one of the things that he says in there is you're always getting a good rep. That's the only choice you have at Ohio State. You're always getting a good rep. It's either a great physical rep or a great mental rep. And you're always engaged in what that rep is. And so a lot of times players, you know, if you were to evaluate yourself over the course of practice, you're not getting that rep. And then the next piece is I want players to know this. I want you to know, like, where your coach is coming from. You know, I think a lot of times they just think, well, I just got to practice hard because coach wants me to practice hard. They're just pushing me. But there's a deeper why to that. It, you know, it's really – it's been proven. It happens over and over again. No matter how hard um, – everything that you do in practice, there's always game slippage. And it's a coach's job to prepare for game slippage. So if you were to do something at um, a score of 100 in practice, it is likely to drop down to a 90 in a game, right? So then you've got to get it to 110 to get it to 100. You know, like you're always trying to coach to that level because, you know, when the lights come on, there's a little bit more pressure and, you know, the the other team's playing a little bit quicker and faster and sharper and you're not used to what your teammate does. It's somebody else doing it and you're having to adjust for speed. There's always game slippage. 
and that's just just a, an inevitable fact of the game of basketball or any other sport is it just never plays out. So coaches are thinking about, you know, if we can do it this well in practice, it's probably going to be a little bit less in a game. I think sometimes players think, well, we'll turn it on when the game comes, mm-hmm. you know. But all of us that have coached long enough know that the reality of that is the opposite is true, is that there's always less effective in a game than it is in practice. And so we're trying to coach up to the highest level because we want you to win. And players, you if you want to win and you want to do well, you're trying to practice at the highest level because then when you get to the game, it's easier, and that's the intention is of practice is that it's hard enough that when you get into a game, the game feels easier. And so when you start taking reps, anything less than 100%, because even at 100%, there'll still be game slippage. So if you're taking them anything less than 100%, the coach is not seeing what's happening in that moment. They're seeing what's going to happen in the game coming up in two days or three days or four days. And you as a player in your career, you're not fortunate enough yet to have that hindsight. Mm. You know, you just haven't been there. And I remember looking back, I get it now, but I didn't necessarily get it when I was a player and so the the coaches are looking out for you in that situation and if you want your team to be the best it can possibly be you're trying to practice at a place above what you would actually do in a game Hmm, absolutely I love that totally love that I remember Tucker Herzberg our producer for the hardwood hustle uh, put some workout plans together for you and I TJ and I remember working out with him and I was going through some of the reps of the different drills and exercises that he wanted me to do and you know it's interesting and there's a metaphor here you know, when I'm going through these reps with Tucker and I'm lifting and, and doing these back exercises, I remember Tucker saying, like, listen, if you don't do it right, you're going to hurt yourself mm-hmm. because there's a physical consequence if you're training and you're not doing these reps correct. If you're not squatting correctly or if you're not deadlifting correctly, you're going to hurt yourself if you don't do the reps correctly. I think we need to have the same mindset from a reps and a practice standpoint when we're working on our skills that that if you don't do that rep correctly, you will hurt yourself. Okay. Now it may not be a physical hurt in that particular game, but it will hurt your game. It will hurt your performance. You will be affected by a a rep not at a high speed or not at at the high level. You will feel the impact and effect. And and we've got to be aware of that. And yeah. we've got to think about it. More importantly, really, because we're a team sport, your team will feel the impact, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think you got to keep awareness and consciousness of, of the fact, you know, and at the end of the day, you don't get these reps back, right? And, and you know, you train to be the best you can possibly be. That's why you're there, you know? You've got that opportunity. And each one of those reps you choose, like, is this 100% or is this 80%? Like, what am I going to give to this rep? And, you know, what you um, – you know, at the end of the day, what you what what you reap, you'll sow. You know, yeah. what you sow, you'll reap. You know what I mean? Like at the at the end of the day, what you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. And so, don't be surprised when you're not putting that into the practice and you don't get the results. I, w- I would love for high school players. I mean, if you don't ha- if you haven't done this yet, go online, watch some of your favorite NBA players practice. Watch some of their practice clips that, that's out on video. Watch them do their reps. They're doing everyday, mundane, relatively boring drills. They're doing the same thing over and over. They're soaked in sweat. There's an incredible attention to detail. They are recognizing that every rep matters, and they also recognize that time matters. So they're not in the business of wasting time. They're not in the business of getting in the gym, spending 90 minutes, but only spending 45 doing hard work or actually getting better. They're like, look, my time is money. You know, and these athletes... You know, especially at the highest level, high school players, you know, if you're trying to get to that level, they've got this mindset that time is money. Yeah. It's valuable to me. I'm not going in to waste my time. I'm going in to get better. I'm going to go in and put in work. 
So when I get out, I feel and reap the benefits. But I have a question, CJ. Why do we think players naturally have this this tendency to pull back on their reps at times, hmm. to not go 100, right, to, to fall back into the 75? What, what do we think is the reason for it? Well, I think there's a couple things. Is It can get boring. You know, you've done it a thousand times. And a lot of times I see, like, you know, somebody starts working on their shot. And then after, like, 40, 50 reps, they start shooting fadeaways. And it's like, <laughs> ah, it's boring. I've just been doing the same thing, you know. And I think that's one reason I see players divert from actually going game speed and giving their best, you know, effort to that particular rep. Um, but the, the flip side of that is, um, you know, great players have learned to fall in love with boring it's the simple things you do over and over again that makes you great and i think a lot of times there's this this false belief out there that you know if i do these crazy hard wild things that i'm going to be a great, better player and really the the secret to success is really not that secret it's just doing little things well over and over again and so i think one one of the reasons you know i think players get bored i think they get tired of doing the same thing over and over again i i think a lot of players also don't necessarily have the work ethic at the high enough level you know, they may put in work, but they're not putting in work, Yeah. right? We've talked about that on past episodes. How do you define hard work, right? You may think you're putting in all this work, going hard, but there's a there's another level. I, I don't know if – I think there's a lot of players that haven't pushed themselves to that next level yet. Yeah. I also think there's a coolness factor, right? Maybe it's a little bit cooler to kind of go a little lazily through it because it makes it look like, ah, this is a piece of cake. Yeah, I got this. I'm I was going to say fear. Because, you know, like, I've got this. I mean, I think a lot of times, I mean, looking back, I, I say this all the time. Like, I've seen players not chase down balls that they might because they don't want to get dunked on. And I've seen players loosen up on the defense end because they didn't want to get their ankles broken off. Like, I think people are really, like, social media and stuff. I've literally seen players not go hard out of fear, you know. And the reality of this is I tell my players, if you haven't been dunked on and you haven't had your ankles broken, you haven't played hard enough and you haven't played enough basketball. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And you should want to play enough basketball to, to have that happen. But I think a lot of times the fear of making a mistake is, like, if I don't go hard, it's, I've, got a, I've got a reason why the mistake happened. But you don't want those, you know. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't want uh, excuses. You want, you, know, you, want to, you want to either fail or succeed given everything you've got to that situation. And you're not going to know how good you can be and you're not going to know how good your team can be if you, if you don't give everything to every rep. Yeah, so players, you know, I think now's the perfect time to start raising the standards. Right, raising the standards for yourself, raising the standard for your teammates. I think uh, pushing yourself. I think one uh, one additional way that I absolutely love is embrace collective competition. Find little ways to compete in drills that that you may find that you you tend to slack on a little bit, that you tend not to go as hard. Maybe you and another teammate can create some competition. Right, like hey, I, I bet I get I bet I get ten in in, in thirty seconds. You know, and all of a sudden you're using these little tools and mechanisms to push you. I think that's totally natural, right? Cause, you know, I think there are times in life, you know, where you, it's hard to go 100 at every single thing, right? Yeah. And, and sometimes you need to play these little games with yourself, right? These little tricks to get you going, you know? And, and I think that's totally fine. But what isn't acceptable is just accepting the fact that in some drills you're just going to chill. You're just yeah. going to kind of go through the motions. You, you shouldn't have that mindset. Man, it's not healthy in any way that you look at it. So, Yeah, and, you know, and the other thing is I would say, players, if you really want to be great and you want your team to be great, practice things to the highest common denominator. Like what is the best team we you – know, 
we play look like and what's it going to what kind of level of energy and 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 uh, execution is it going to take to beat them not what's beating the guy behind you you know and then it, it, the other thing is if you if you're looking at it like well I want to be a great player you can't be comfortable with well I'm the best player in practice you got to imagine what's the best player on in this the county in the county like. and what's the best player in the state look like what's the best player in the college I'm about to go play for what's the best player there's always another level and great players and great teams always level up love that absolutely players we appreciate you listening we, we love it if you would share this with your teammates and, and share this entire series that we're doing pitfalls to avoid and how to get past them uh, we appreciate it uh, till next time I'm Adam he's TJ together we are the Harwood Hustle and we're out